Welcome to Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Are you looking for a genuine relationship with God to experience His joy and His love, eliminate doubt and fear in your life, and find your God-given purpose? Today on Freedom Talk, you'll find answers in today's message through God's Word. Now, let's join Pastor Robert. Jesus said, listen. How many times, how many people in their lifetime can say that, you know, man, if I if I'd only had listened, I've wasted so many years. I've made mistakes, so many mistakes because I just didn't listen. Had I listened, things would have been different. Well, thank God for the grace of God and his mercy, and he takes us where we're at, and he tells us today, all right, listen, listen. In our spiritual growth, Jesus says that listening is the key. Today, I want to show you degrees at which a believer in Jesus can listen to what God is saying to that individual and the resulting productivity of the believer because of that listening. Mark chapter 4. We're going to be there for the whole time in our message today. Mark, if you turn to Mark chapter 4 verse 1, it'll be up there on the screen as well. I'm going to be reading this particular time in the New Living Translation because I want it to be as simple and easy as possible. But if you have been a part of uh, Christianity for any time or been a student of God's Word, you know that the, there's the parable of the sower or the, or the parable of the farmer who scatters seed, the seed of God's Word. Now, I had always read this, especially early on in my walk with the Lord, a certain way. And I think most people read it for face value and miss what Jesus is saying here. So we're going we're gonna to pull this apart a little bit. And I am so excited about this. This, is, this passage gets me excited about my own spiritual walk and my own spiritual growth with, with the Lord. So let's, let's look at this. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore, and he taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables such as this one. Now, a little bit of background. We'll pause here. A little bit of background before we continue. In Jesus' ministry, there are, there's three years, right, three years of ministry. And if you look at his ministry closely, you'll see that there's about three tours of Galilee. And in the first tour of his ministry in Galilee, he is preaching the kingdom of God. Remember, the Gospels start out by saying, uh, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, Right. And it wasn't just a declaration. It was a declaration with power and miracles. The kingdom of God is here. People were getting uh, healed all over, right? And so there was miracles. People were being forgiven. Uh, People were learning about God in a whole new way that Jesus was revealing the Father, revealing the kingdom of God in power. And so what happened as a result is the crowds began to grow. When you come to the second tour of Galilee in his ministry, he begins to start teaching all of these crowds, teaching the people. And he taught them using 
parables. Now, a parable would be the equivalent of a parallel story, a story of comparison. That's what a parable is, a story of comparison to bring a simple truth that Jesus wants to convey. And so you'll see in the text today that the disciples are asking him, what is this? What, what is this parable thing? Because we're not used to this. We're used to the miracles. We're used to the crowds. But now you're using these stories. We're not used to it. So you're going to see the disciples ask about that. And then when you get to the, by the time you get to the third tour of Galilee, you're getting closer to the crucifixion. And Jesus begins to say things to the group. Now he's gone from miracles to teaching. Now in the third tour, he starts saying things like, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no part of me. And the crowds are going, what? You are nuts. I don't understand what you're saying. And you know, the disciples just are you know, saying, well, we have no other place to go. You're the, you are the Son of God. And people start leaving. But it all has to do with a person's degree of listening, all right? So let's look at Jesus' first words that he's going to teach. Are you with me now? All right, let's look at verse 3. What is the very first thing that Jesus says in the parable of the sower? Listen, listen. I think he's sending a message there. He's sending a, a message that says, Look, from this point on, I'm sending you a message, and it is, I want you to hear. I want you to listen. And so as he says, a farmer went out to plant some seed. He scattered it across his field. Some seed fell on, the, on a footpath. Other, uh, the birds came and ate it. Verse 5 says, other seed fell on shallow soil and with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plant soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep root, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so that they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and 100 times. Uh, some versions will say 100-fold, uh, as, as much as been, had, had been planted. Then he said, anyone with, look, 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 look at this. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Later, verse 10 says, when Jesus was alone with, now here comes the questions, when Jesus was alone with the 12 disciples, with the others who were gathered around, they asked him what the parables meant. He replied, you are permitted, this is so important, you are permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God. Why is that? You're permitted to know the secrets of the kingdom. Why is that? Because they were listening. They were listening to him. You're permitted to know these truths, these secrets. You don't need a parable because it's already been given to you because you're listening. Everybody follow what I'm saying here? All right. So you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom, but I use parables for everything I say to outsiders so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. When they see what I do, they, he's uh, quoting here, when they see what I do, they will learn nothing. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Otherwise, they would turn to me and be forgiven. Now, that last little line there is God's heart, is God's heart. 
I want everyone to be forgiven. I want everyone to turn to me. The problem is that we don't listen. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but when I read that the first time, I thought that Jesus was saying that he didn't want outsiders to, to receive anything from the kingdom. So that's why he used parables. Did anyone ever read it like that, like I did? Yeah, I read it. The, yeah, you know, so I'm going to use parables because they're just not going to get it. it just to, and it doesn't make sense when you, when you read it that way. Uh, but, so I'm going to explain that in a little bit here, okay? We're going to pull this apart a little bit more, all right? Are you still with me now? All right. So verse 13 says, Then Jesus said to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how are, how are you going to understand all the, the other uh, parables? And what he's saying here, he's not telling them that they're stupid. He's saying that they already know this stuff. You already know this, so you should understand this, okay? You've already got this. They don't have it yet. So Jesus is going to explain very clearly what the parable means. Now, now look at this, because he's going to tell them point by point what this parable means. Verse 14 says, The farmer plants seeds by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who do what? Hear the message, and then only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those that hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things, so no fruit is produced. And then verse 20, And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce of harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundredfold or a hundred times as much as been planted. Some believe that hundredfold means even much more. I, I, I get that, even much more than hundred times, but... The point is, if you hear and accept God's word, you will produce a harvest. And then there's degrees of harvest according to what? According to your listening, according to your hearing what God is telling you to do in obedience, in personal obedience. So I find four things that God is saying here in what we just read. All right, let's look at this again. So the first one is you hear the word of God and the point that Jesus is making is don't let Satan take away that word that you heard. Don't let it. Believer, when you hear the word, you grab a hold of that word and you don't let it go. It doesn't matter what the enemy is trying to do to take it away from you. You keep that word in your heart and in your soul, right? Amen. Don't let Satan take it away. Listen to the word and never let it go. The second one is hear God's word with joy and do what? Let it grow deep roots. Let the word of God, as you're listening to it, grow deep roots. Never let problems or persecution, whatever you go through in life, be louder in your life than the voice of God's word in your life. Let it grow deep. Now, uh, there's a perfect example of this. When I drive my daughter to school in the morning, we drive on the 80. They are cleaning up all kinds of big trees that fell over during the snow time, right? 
these huge machines that look like something out of Terminator. You know, our, our robots are, are picking up, the, it's amazing, picking up these huge trees and putting them in the back of trucks and the truck takes off. Well, those trees fell because their roots were not deep and then the weight of everything upon them with the snow caused them to, to fall over. And so we've got to let the word of God as we're listening to it grow deep deep roots within us so that when those things are happening around us, we're not swayed. We're just, oh, I, hey, I'm deep in God's word. This thing, this thing, this thing ain't going to get me. Amen. I'm staying, I'm staying true. I'm staying true to the word of God. I'm staying true. I've got deep roots, and nothing's going to take, take that away from me. Amen? Amen. And then the third one I'm getting from Jesus is hear the word, and never let anything in your mind crowd it out. Never let worry crowd out the word. Never let the, the lure of wealth crowd it out. That's a temptation, right? Or any other desire that human beings face, never let it crowd out the word of God in your mind and in your heart. All right? So let, that means you got to be full of the word of God in your mind, right? In your heart. Amen. Amen. Now, there's something interesting to me about these first three. We've got four scenarios, but there's something interesting, very interesting to me about these first three. And that is the first three that we just read all had the word, all heard the word, all believed the word, but did not produce anything for the kingdom of God. They heard it, they believed it, and did not produce anything for the word of God. And I believe churches are full of unproductive Christians. They are hearing, they're sitting, they're believing, but they're not producing anything. Why is that? Well, it's because of listening. Are you hearing what Jesus is telling you to do? You know, there's the word of God that we have and we read it, but when you read the word, it's asking you to do something. <laughs> And that's where hearing comes into action is when we're not just reading. Let's see. That's the difference between. Oh, don't get me started now. That, that's the difference between a Pharisee and a disciple. A Pharisee studies the word but never does it. Studies the word but keeps it but never produces anything. And it gets head knowledge. Heads get bigger and bigger and bigger. Nothing is produced. But if you're hearing and and it's accepting and doing, then you're producing like the disciples were in the book of Acts. Can somebody say praise God? Amen. Amen. So hold on to the word. Let it grow deep roots. Never let anything crowd out the word out of your life because you want to be a believer in the fourth category, which is you are a believer who is producing and multiplying for the kingdom. Now, last time I checked, seeds have a purpose. Fruit is protecting the seed, and then when the seed goes into the ground, it is multiplying. So your life in producing something for the kingdom of God is causing a multiplication of God's kingdom. And that means people are getting saved because of your life. And I know that's true of you, and I want that to increase more and more, that you will be a multiplier for God's kingdom. And then in that fourth category, there are levels of producing fruit based on the ability to listen. Now, I used to think 
that that Jesus just stopped right there in telling that parable and then moved on to another subject. But if you read it in full context of what's happening here, it takes on a whole new meaning. Let's take a look at this. You guys ready for this? All right. So the next verse, he says, Jesus asked them, would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. Now, I used to read that. You may have read it this way, too. Uh, I think of the the Sunday school song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, right? I thought that that's what he's saying here. Hey, let your light shine before the world, okay? It's not what he's saying here. If you look at it in light of what he just said in the parable, what he's saying here is the lamp is the parable. Would anyone take the word of God, a lamp, the parable, and put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is to be placed on a stand where its light will shine. What is he saying? I want everyone to understand. I want everyone to listen. And so I'm putting it out there in light, in in the simplest of forms, in a parable, so that uh, those that aren't believing and those that aren't listening will, will not have an excuse. That I'm making it as clear as possible because I want them to turn to me and I want them to be forgiven and I want them to be saved. He's giving parables because they are refusing to listen for all those reasons that were given. Those three reasons that people don't listen to the word, that's why he's giving it. Satan taking it away, no deep roots, crowding out the word, and then they can't hear anymore. So God is trying again in the simplest way to help them for the light to come back on and for them to hear what God is saying to them. Now, if you're already listening, you don't need the parable to understand. It's, I'm not saying that we don't need Jesus' parables at all because they're wonderful and they're beautiful and we gain so much wisdom like we are today. But Jesus said to the disciples, it's already been given to you. Why? Because you're listening. Now, let's look at the next verse. Now, here's another one that I, I thought just reading it for face value meant something that it really doesn't mean that when you look at the context of the whole chapter. For every, verse 22, for everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open and every secret will be brought to the light. Anyone who with, here it is still, ears to hear should listen and understand. What is he saying here? Now, I thought it I thought it was, maybe like you read it for face value, that every secret sin you've ever had will be brought into light in front of everybody and you'll be embarrassed for all, for all eternity. That's how I used to read this. And that is horrible. That is a horrible thought. Don't we believe that the cross took care of all of our sins and washed them away? As far as the east is from the west, they are forgotten. Now, Jesus may have a personal conversation with you in heaven about uh, your, your things, but I don't, I don't see God embarrassing every, you in front of everyone and saying, well, okay, this has, has to be brought out to everybody now so that they can be embarrassed, okay? Okay, fine, you know? That's not what he's saying here. Now, look at it in light of listening. For everything that is hidden, that is the secrets of the truth of God's word, will eventually be brought into the open, and every secret will be brought to the light so that you can understand. Does that make sense? Is it clicking? Is it clicking? Amen. So that anyone who has ears should listen and understand. Amen. Thank God 
for his personal revelation for each one of us, right? He is saying that God wants the secrets of the secret things of his word to be brought to our understanding, which goes right along with the next two two verses. And we're going to close with this, okay? Look at verse 24 and 25. Now, this wraps it all up. Then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. You will receive even more. Does that sound like a producer for the kingdom? Amen. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. For those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken from them. Now, that's the New Living Translation. I read the New King James Version. I also read the New Living Translation. I read a bunch of different ones. But if you read the New King James Version, listen to how it sounds. For whoever has, to him more will be given. Wait a minute, what? If I, ha- if I have, then I'll be given more? Oh, okay, wow. Okay, Jesus, thanks. But whoever doesn't have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Do you mean the homeless person out there that doesn't have anything? Jesus says, even what they do have, it's going to be taken away. That's how I used to read it. Anybody going to be honest in the house? That's how you read it the first time? Okay, there's a few of us, right? But that's not what he's saying. Because if you look at it closely, it's more, I think, uh, easier for us to understand the New Living Translation here. To those who listen to my teaching, more will be given. Why? Because you're listening. For those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away. Why? Because they're not listening. So, and listening is a lifelong pursuit with the Lord. We can never get to the place at any season of our life where we say, you know what? I've got this, okay? Lord, you don't need to teach me anything else. I know all the basics. I got it. Jesus died for my sins. Yeah, I got it. I'm just going to sail through all the way to heaven. No, 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 no. You won't produce anything for the kingdom of God that way. You've got to be listening in the moment for the specific thing that the Spirit of God is telling you based on the Word of God that He wants you to do to produce fruit for His kingdom. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Every uh, week when we're driving in, to come to prayer, I usually um, take my daughter. My wife comes, uh, comes in a separate car because we go our separate places after the prayer meeting. But every Saturday, we see the farmer's market when, we're, when we go by in Auburn. And it's, it's amazing. All these tents. You guys been to that, right? All these tents. I've never been. To, my daughter and wife have been to it. I've actually, I need to stop sometime. But every time I go by there, I think about something like this that we're reading today. Those are farmers from all over the place, and they've got some produce. They've been producing something out there, and they're bringing it into one place. And I think that's what the church should be. It should be like a farmer's market of fruit everywhere. Oh, I'll take that one. I'll take that. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, look at them. Yeah, look what, God, look what God is doing. Amen. I'm a fruit producer. Yeah. To God be the glory because he's doing it. Yeah, amen. Now, I want in closing, I just want to look at this one more time. One more time, these, these things, four things. When you hear the word of God, don't let Satan take it away from you. Hold on to it. Don't let it go no matter what. Amen? Listen to the word and don't ever let it go. The second one, just want to remind you, hear the word of God with joy and let it grow deep in you. Let it grow deep. Never let problems Never let the things of this world, the problems of this world, and there are many, 
Never let them cause you to be swayed. Let the word grow deep so that when those tough times come or even persecution, let the word be louder in your life. Let the roots that you've put down deep into God's word, let it be the thing that keeps you during those tough times. Then the third one, hear the word of God and never let anything crowd it out. Don't let worry bombard your mind to crowd out the word. Don't let the lure of wealth or any other desire. And then the the last one, this is where we want to be, is listen to the point of producing. It is listening and accepting the word of God to the point of production for the kingdom 30, 60, and a hundredfold production. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Freedom Talk with Pastor Robert Bennett of Freedom Church in Auburn. Freedom Talk is all about equipping you to walk in God's freedom every day. With a focus on outreach, Freedom Church loves to be part of what God is doing all over the world, both locally and globally. You can join Freedom Church for services Sundays at 10 a.m. at 4065 Grass Valley Highway in Auburn. We'd love to meet you, pray with you, have you visit as a guest, or you can join online at freedom-church.tv. If you've enjoyed this message, we'd love to hear from you. To ask for prayer or say hello, visit our website and click on Connect Card at freedom-church.tv. Join us next week at this time as we continue our journey of freedom in God's Word on Freedom Talk. Freedom Talk.